Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. This is Jennifer. Welcome to the show. Doctors and medical practice managers typically don't have as much time as they'd like to focus on tax strategies, reducing debt, and creating wealth to generate long-term success. So how can you create financial freedom and spend more time with your family? Or if you're a practice manager, how do you become an expert on this topic so you can keep your doctors informed? Well, in this week's episode of the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast, David Dennison, a chartered financial analyst and author of the book, Freedom Formula for Physicians, joins our guest host, Keith Landry, to discuss the best way for physicians to put and keep their financial houses in order. Dennison discusses his formula to help physicians achieve financial freedom by leaning in on a disciplined spending and generating additional revenues outside of their medical practices. Now, David Dennison is a chartered financial analyst, tax consultant, and author of several books. He focuses his work to help doctors use tax, budgeting, and investing strategies to create financial freedom. His newest book, Freedom Formula for Physicians, offers the kind of financial insights and strategies they don't teach you docs in medical school. So let's go ahead and get right to it. Hello, everyone, and thanks for listening in. I'm Keith Landry, and I am joined today by David Denniston, a chartered financial analyst and an author of the book called Freedom Formula for Physicians, a prescription for first-class financial health for doctors. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Keith. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, it's great to have you with us, and I'm looking forward to getting some insights from you. So you've been a chartered financial analyst, and your practice focuses mostly on doctors. Tell us about why you went that route. Yeah, so I'll give you the short version. I could probably go for about 30 minutes just on (laughs) that. But essentially, my wife had our first daughter back in 2005, and she had toxemia preeclampsia and horrible seizures postpartum. Number two came along several years later in 2012. And our youngest daughter, my wife, started having a horrible pregnancy probably within a month or two of when she got pregnant. And she got pregnant originally December of 2011. And so going into 2012, she started having horrible headaches and her vision was getting blurred. And we kept on telling the doctors, look for the preeclampsia toxemia because of what happened last time. And she ended up getting admitted to the hospital they couldn't find it. It wasn't showing on any test at that point. Usually, I guess the earliest it could show up is 30 weeks gestational. Mm -hmm. Here we were at about 20 weeks gestational. So my wife gets admitted to the hospital. She was in and out of the hospital a little bit. And then finally, um, week 23, she's in the hospital now at this point and was told she's going to be there the rest of the pregnancy as long as they can do it. And found out that the blood flow was slowing between my wife and, and my daughter. And we had to make this horrible decision of, do we keep waiting and trying to hope and give her a chance to grow in the womb? Uh, but she may not make it there. On the other hand, we could take her out, but she's only 23 weeks out of 40 gestationally and talked about the doctor, what, about her chances. And she gave her less than a 30% chance of making it. But mm-hmm. 
it could have been that those same odds are worse keeping her inside the womb. And so we decided to go ahead and go for it. And uh, there was this one moment where I was explaining to my oldest daughter, who at the time was just a five, six, seven years old. And man, that broke me down just having to explain to my doctor, the, my daughter, what could happen to both mom and her little sister. So after a lot of prayers and going, I was in the OR when they took her out and made a squawk. This little girl literally could fit in your hand. Side to side had translucent skin. You could see mm, the wow. blood vessels under her. They had to get this tiny, tiny, tiny tube down her tiny, tiny throat because she can't breathe on her own. Her lungs weren't developed. Wow. And so uh, we were in the NICU for about four or five months afterwards. Already, I was working with a number of different physicians, but I really made it my mission at that point to want to give back to the community. And so we've written a whole bunch of books. Certainly, The Freedom Formula for Physician is one of them. Our last book that I wrote was The Young Physician's Guide to Money and Wealth, written ones just on debt, taxes, all kinds of stuff. So if you look me up out there, there's about six or seven books that are doctor-specific that I have written. And we have our podcast, The Freedom Formula for Physicians as well, where we explore financial freedom for doctors. And you guys are having a podcast coming out. We're talking about marketing. So a lot of good stuff to go. So I'm so grateful to the doctor community for everything that they've done for me and my family. You know, it's interesting. We are, this audience is mostly related to medical marketing and practice managers. And when you talk about doctors, they're so busy. They're so stretched thinly, just trying to cram everything they need to do in the day. So what's the advice you give them about tax issues and sort of maximizing their taxes and minimizing what they're spending? Yeah. Well, every situation is different, of course. For those of us that are in private practice, I myself am a business owner with a few different businesses. And I think for physicians, when you are in private practice, I especially look at COVID-19 and it's been really, really hard for a lot of business owners, uh, particularly physicians, when you couldn't even do surgeries, no elective surgeries allowed <laughs> Great point. Uh, for a time period. I mean, revenue literally cut off by the government. And I think in today's world, there's nothing better you can do than have multiple streams of income. And certainly this situation is different than many others, but I think everything from owning your surgery center to your building, the more stuff you own and the less you have to pay, the better. If you can get outside of medicine and have multiple streams outside of medicine, I think it's a good thing to do. Certainly it's not for everybody, but I'm guessing if you are an owner of a private practice, there's no better time than now to think about those things. Certainly have cash and cash assets, but think about more and more ways to build income streams for yourself. And ways to leverage the money that you invest. Absolutely. So David, obviously a whirlwind year with COVID-19. Any tax considerations you'd like to pass along to our folks that are managing medical practices? Yeah, well, I think it depends on the size of the practice. But some of the best advice I can give, if you look at something like a defined benefit plan or a cash balance plan or those sorts of things, those are huge ways to get tax deductible dollars. The larger your practice, the more difficult it will be to have something like that. There's all kinds of interesting vehicles you can use that can emphasize on the owner side, but that is something that literally can save someone hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes by doing something like that. Other typical things I like to talk about would be like having a board of directors meeting. Go and enjoy yourselves and have some fun and write it off on your taxes. Take some minutes, you know, do everything you need to do to make sure that there is evidence that it was for business purposes. But things like that are great ways to get tax advantages. And of course, take advantage of every write-off you can. There's a lot of CPAs out there, a lot of tax preparers. I find that an awful lot of them are good bean counters and they know the law, but they're not necessarily proactive. 
and they're not proactive on taxes. So there's a number of good people out there. We've had people like Craig Cody on our podcast, Diane, I can't remember Diane's last name. But if you look back at some of those podcast episodes that we've had, there's some really good tax suggestions that all those guests bring. Hey guys, Christiana Youngchi here to tell you about Insight Training Solutions. Storytelling matters and being strong at it can take your medical practice from good to great. Insight Training Solutions is a comprehensive digital employee engagement and training platform built for your medical practice. Employees can log on from anywhere, anytime to receive crucial patient experience and communication training so they can help tell your practice's story. Improve the patient experience today with Insight Training Solutions. Courses start at just $59. Check us out at insighttrainingsolutions.io or Google Insight Training Solutions for a better patient experience. Interesting. So you talk about wanting to provide the best quality of life for doctors in terms of just having a fulfilling life, not worrying about debt and some of these financial issues that they might face. How do you coach them about reducing debt and not burning out? Because you speak about not burning out. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a fine line to balance, right? I mean, as hard as many physicians work, it's difficult to do all these things. I think the three or four best words I can come up with is live like a resident for as long as you can. Avoid the McMansions. A lot of the stuff isn't rocket science, but the more obligations you're putting on yourself, the more that you are going to be extending the time that you have to work. So buy a modest home. Go and don't buy a Tesla. Buy a used Honda Accord. Just some of those things that all add up. I mean, can you imagine if you have a $600 a month car lease or loan that you have on top of having a $4,000 a month mortgage, you know, now you have to work a certain amount of hours. Um, in my case, uh, my wife and I live in a town home with our two daughters and our mortgage is $160,000 that we're going to be paying off here in the next couple of years. We have no car loans and we keep things simple. Enjoying the small things in life. I think a lot of people go crazy on food and entertainment. Well, they're probably not now, but uh, (laughs) hopefully COVID's given us all a chance to reflect on our values and where we want money to go. I still emphasize, I think giving is something really, really important. And I would encourage everyone to think about how you're going to give back, whether financially or time-wise or whatever. In terms of not burning out, I think, again, the, the less obligations you have, the better. If you have a lot of obligations, you might have to work super duper hard for a few years to get rid of some of those things. But really, I just get back to those four words, live like a resident. Mm-hmm. as long as you can. I know you've been working really, really hard in practice and living under your means is not an easy thing to do, but do it for yourself, do it for your family, and that will help you to avoid burnout in the long run when you don't have to work 60 hours a week and you can earn work 20 hours a week or less instead. Sounds fantastic. Let's talk about, because we've spent a lot of time talking about just the balancing act that doctors do, where do they find the time and the energy and that piece of the balancing act to do the marketing for their practice? Because we focus a lot on marketing. So what are your thoughts on finding the balance in everything they're doing, but making sure they're doing their marketing? Yeah, that's a great question. I think certainly the more you can empower yourself with resources, like listening to this podcast and listening to hints is a great way of self-educating. And I would recommend listening to a lot of audiobooks. Dan Kennedy is a great author that's talked a lot about marketing stuff. He's passed away, I think, in the last 
year or so. But he has a ton of materials on marketing and thoughts on it. So I think it all starts with education. It's hard to oversee someone if at least you don't have an idea of what's happening. And unfortunately, in medical school, they don't teach us the stuff of how to market and how to do your practice. So I would just emphasize education, education, education. And whether you're in the car, at the gym, whatever, if you're serious about your practice, you know, you just have to constantly listen and engage and learn. And I think if you engage in consultants, have them show you what they're doing, learn from them, get coached on what's happening. Don't just blindly take advice see what's working and not working and start giving your feedback as you're learning more and more and more. Initially, you may not be able to, but certainly time is an issue and you can't do everything yourself. But once you've learned enough about it, then I think having professionals surrounding you to take it off of your plate is a great way to go. Great advice there. And David, if folks want to learn more about you and the services you offer and the books, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely. If you go to www.drfreedompodcast.com, that's D-O-C-T-O-R, the word freedompodcast.com. Or if you just go to iTunes and you search for the Freedom Formula for Physicians, you'll find me all over there. Or if you just search David Denniston on Amazon, you'll find a bunch of books. <laughs> You're out there. Yes, yes, David we are. Denniston, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate your insights for our listeners. Thank you, Keith. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.